All right, we are here with Ben Anderson. How are you, buddy? Good afternoon. How are you? Great. Um, so it's Friday, August 24th, and this is Live At Ya. And uh, this is the second time you're on the podcast. Um, so I just wanted to start real quick and, and point people to episode 33 when we met uh, and, and had a chat about a year ago. Um, and last time we talked about uh, your utopia project. We talked about songwriting process. We talked about uh, working in the studio. Um, we talked a little about uh, a little bit about like mental health and gun issues. Um, so we, we covered a lot of ground. And uh, I'm thrilled to have you back. Thanks yeah, for thanks for coming back. Yeah, it's, it's been a year. Um, where where are you at? What what you been up to? And and what's coming up next for you? So uh, I recently finalized the third music video of the trilogy of the Utopia. Congrats. Yeah. I did notice that that come across. Yeah. And uh, I worked with a local... That's Goodbye Serenity? Yeah, Goodbye Serenity. I worked with a local uh, music video production company titled uh, Yellow Box Films. Okay. And Corey Davis is the head honcho of that. And uh, it was a really fun experience. We shot at Painted Tiger Studios, which is out in downtown Glendale. And that's a really cool place. It's just this big warehouse where they have a few rooms where it's like sets. Mm-hmm. But then they have this like library in the back of all these random props. Ah. Yeah. It's kind of a hidden gem. But it's becoming more and more known. So it's like less hidden. Still a gem. But it's just more people are finding out about it. So it becomes more booked. And you have to be more persistent and plan ahead about booking. Sure. How'd you find those guys? Uh, through my manager, Mike Zimmerlich. Okay. eighty twenty Records. eighty twenty Records, yeah. Mike's been on the podcast before. Yeah. I'm not surprised. He's a podcast enthusiast. So. Yeah. Yeah. He did great. No, that's very cool. And I, I'm, I'm, it's funny, just within the first few sentences, I'm remembering sort of, I get excited about your energy for, for this local, you know, you're Phoenix born and bred. Um, and, and you know you tap into other local creatives to push your creative mission forward and oh, th- that's that's super cool for sure and it's a, it's an example of you get in return what you put in so if you put a lot of positive energy and actions out there to your community it comes back around yeah yeah that's the way we learn and grow and network and and blossom how'd you like uh, how the video turned out i loved how the video turned out uh, my producer, Olivier Zom of Chromadyne Records, did the first two videos, okay. and he did a great job. We, him and I like kind of sit down, and we like kind of like writing songs. There's pre-production with music videos as well, where we write out the script and plan things out and really do a lot of preparation, so when you get to the day of the shoot, you don't look like an ass. Right. So, <laughs> right. What do we do next? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> he, and so... Olivier, unfortunately, was busy because he's managing a record label and a recording studio. So I went to. Yeah, I was going to say that's wearing a lot of hats. Yeah, which he does. He's a multi headed man. But so I went with, uh, upon 8020 Records' suggestion, uh, went with Yellow Box Films. And he also filmed my uh, performance of my EP release show last year. So I've gotten to know Corey quite well and seen his work, and he does a really good job. And so this last video I did with the yellow box films and it was a very positive experience. Good, good. What else is going on for you? So speaking of videos, um, I always wanted this as a vision, but the, all three of the videos in the trilogy are following the same storyline. And so I'm in the works right now of making all the videos connect together and making it in kind of like into a short film. Okay. So, um, I re-listened to Utopia. Yeah. Um, I streamed it this, this afternoon, uh, while I was doing some dishes on Spotify. Yeah. Thanks for the, 
point I, five cents, yeah, dude. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I, yeah, when they cut you a check for twelve cents, yeah. you can go like, "All right, Garrett Thanks, was Garrett. Garrett was point oh oh five cents of that." Live at you. Um, yeah, right. So no, but I I wanted to re-listen to it and just kind of get back into your headspace before having the conversation today. And uh, first of all, like again, like really good music. And, Thank you. And then the fact that it is sort of a concept and has as videos and all this other art that stems from it is really amazing because it stands alone Thank as you. an EP. Like you don't need video, like you can enjoy it is what I mean. Um, and I was going to ask you after listening to it again, I was like, are you a fan of the wall by yeah, Pink I was, Floyd? I was just going to say it's like the example of Pink Floyd's the wall. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, not to, as a songwriter and a performer, I often get, you know, I get, get a little cringy when someone's like oh what you just did makes me think of this but i think it's human nature to, yeah you know it's like i'm playing a gig hey you kind of sound like so and so yeah it's like oh i want to sound like garrett you yeah know? yeah but uh so to take i'm a huge pink floyd fan in fact over here we've i've got a book of uh their album art that a friend gave me oh which they have great album artwork yeah so again a band that the whole production of everything you know feeds the art and the music is like the genesis of it yeah but it's like the tree trunk and then there's all these cool branches off the tree trunk exactly that's my favorite type of music it's like you have just like when you listen to a song you have just like checkbox list of like things that you usually like and it's like good lyrics good subject matter cool music sounds different you know uh-huh. and like bands like pink floyd in my opinion are bands that check all the boxes yeah and you're just like yes it's like an art piece it's just it's more than a song yeah that's my like favorite music. Yeah. So then the next step would be so you've got three standalone videos. Um, it's three, right? There's four tracks. Yeah. On Utopia, there, the, there's three videos that follow the yeah. the storyline. There may or may not be a fourth music video too, but we'll, okay. You know, we'll yeah, I was keep... doing I was doing a little fast math there. I was like, there's three videos <laughs> and four songs. Yeah. Like as a as a fan, I'm like clamoring. I'm like, wait, there's there's untapped territory here. Um, but then you could you could splice them together and and kind of tie them together. Yeah. Uh, for a whole thing, that's that's ambitious, but it, I think it's it's a really smart yeah thing to tackle thank you i appreciate that well the thing is is that i have the storyline in place and once again it comes to the the writing and the planning and to make sure it all fits and if and it makes sense Mm. and it does and so i'm gonna start that in the next like month or so really pushing the production and whatnot yeah so how how do you balance your time between um you know practice before we hit record we were talking about learning some new cover songs and working on songwriting i saw recently you posted something about uh i think it was maybe lucy in the sky with diamonds that you were learning yeah uh different keys key changes and key signature changes Mm -hmm. uh tempo changes and things uh with with these pursuits that are you know visually creative and yeah it's uh you you just the funny thing is, is simply, it's just to plan everything out and just, I'm a visual person, so I like to have a calendar and really like have everything time delegated to a certain activity and just make sure you like every week I, I have like a to-do list and mm-hmm. it's like, what do I need to get done? Right. 
And that is extremely helpful because sometimes you'll just get lost and tracked on one activity and then you're like, oops, I was supposed to do the last half yeah, hour. You just, you described my process, which <laughs> is, oh, I'm really excited about this. Now I'm going to go do this for five hours yeah. and then, you know, oh crap, I got to go pick my kids up from school. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, oh man, you, you have even a bigger plate because you have a, you have kids. <laughs> I respect you, man. <laughs> hey, just trying to keep the dream alive, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're, you're, you're more regimented. Um, you have it blocked out on the calendar. This is what I need to achieve. This is the time I have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. My wife is really good about working that way in her work work and then family life. She likes to, um, balance that out and, yeah. and just go f- pretty free flowing with, with family stuff. Well, that's, so. you have to be like that, especially if you have kids. I feel like you have to be pretty flexible. Yeah. Yeah. You never know when they're going to get strep throat or, uh, yeah throw a tantrum oh for Although sure my girls are a little bit older they're, the tantrums are few and far between now that's good um although there was this wacky shit have you heard of momo no okay so total left turn here okay but this is it's going to serve as a little bit of a public service announcement my kids came home the other day and they were like freaked out by something on the internet it's like some japanese demon thing it's like this distorted looking little girl statue creepy thing hmm. and i was like it reminded me of when i was a kid we were talking about like if you look in the mirror and say Candyman three times, you know, the, then like some serial killer will show up at your door. <laughs> I thought it was that kind of thing. My wife looked into it. God bless her. She was like, wait, what are our kids coming home? You know, they didn't look it up on the Internet, but one of their kid friends was like, hey, check this Momo thing out. It's terrifying. And it, lo and behold, it's like some scammy thing where, uh, you know, some bad actors are getting kids to give up their like information and then they hack into the kids phones and like text messages will pop up and they're like bribing like extorting kids wow like teenagers that have maybe you know sent a uh, a text message that was a little bit racy or maybe you know some like uh, some picture and then th- this momo character which is like a conspiracy of like hackers i guess according to the local news after my my wife looked it up um you know we'll we'll send the kid a message and say hey do you want your parents seeing this if not like you have to go do like do x y or z and it's like really creepy oh, and geez. and like digital extortion with like this twisted horror fantasy element to it and my wife was like we're going to shut that down and it was a great reminder as parents to like monitor and be the responsible gatekeepers of the internet and the rest of the world when it comes to our children absolutely so like one of those healthy wake-up calls because nothing bad happened with our kids but um you know as a member of my school's pto board i'm gonna like bring it up to the principal and be like have you heard about this like my kids came home from your school telling me about it and it's like creepy and whacked out so yeah that's pretty understandable and i'm really glad that it didn't affect your family at all yeah how how the hell did i start talking about that uh <laughs> i don't know either uh, <laughs> we spoke, I, I think you said internet and i was like all right hold on i, I wanted to say this <laughs> and i wanted to tell you because uh, you know i remember last time we were we were talking about mental health and growing up and being your own person, not being subject to all the outside influences, right? Yeah. The utopia project to me, when I re-listen to it, it's, it's very much of a, like, who are you going to become in this world where you've got external forces, you've got internal forces? How do you, you know, how do you mix and match and, 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 and progress? Like, how do you self-actualize? Yeah. And that's what I heard out of it. Um, and, and what I remember we talked, you know, we talked a little bit last time. So I guess 
maybe I'm having this light bulb moment about like my responsibility as a parent to help my kids do that. But even as young adults and you know, you and I are, are I still feel like I'm growing up in, in many ways. Uh, I think that's, um, we're going to keep doing that until we drop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's the goal anyways. I feel like, yeah. Um, but is, is, do you feel like a greater mission when it comes to your art in that way? Or are you just kind of, this is what feels important to me or uh, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, I, like I would. So I'll, I'll interrupt you one more time, yeah, and, then no let you, and then I'll let you riff on this. Yeah. But like, I would rather my kids get into Ben Anderson music than Momo, right? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we don't want extortion. So yeah, yeah. You're not gonna like kidnap my kids. No, nope, <laughs> definitely not gonna do that. All right, all right. <laughs> Deal. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, it's I want it to be something beyond a song, cause like music, it's funny, cause it when you listen to a song, it's like oh, it's just a song, but it captures a memory, it captures a feeling, you know, it's more than just sonic sound waves. It's mm-hmm. it's it makes your brain fire, you know, synapses and makes you think of things, happy memories, whatever, and that's what that's what makes music so great is that it's able to untap those feelings Mm -hmm. and that's what i want i want people to think you know when people hear my music be like he's got some points there you know i i really appreciate that it makes you really want to think about like who am i what what is going on in the world and let's be more aware of what's going on because sometimes we're blind Mm -hmm. and life happens and sometimes we get too focused on the daily routines of things and the regiments and we forget about like what's going on Mm-hmm. So it's good to have our eyes open every now and then. Right. Or, and, and what's going on from the outside in as well as from the inside out. It's exactly. like, okay, so I'm living this regimented routine and it's getting me from point A to point B. But, you know, in, in my truest moments, is that enough? You know, and I think that's what drives me to keep doing music and keep trying different things and, you know, uh, reaching out to folks is like, no, this is what makes me energized and happy about living you know it's, yeah it's not necessarily just the the routine stuff it's yeah. the adventurous stuff yeah for sure it's both and your mindset it's you know the reason i feel like anyways that the reason why i wrote this album and thought of the concept was like it's yeah it's external forces but it's up to you too it's inside mm-hmm. it's your internal conflicts and your struggles and you can go in a situation and have one mindset and then go in the same situation with a different one and you can have a totally different experience. It's like on stage, you know, mm. you could go up there and just have fun and play and those are the best gigs. And sometimes you have anxiety and stage fright and it makes it not as fun and you just got to learn how to be okay with yourself, mm-hmm. be okay with what feelings you have or whatever, you know, to be like, okay, you know what? I'm nervous. It's okay. Yeah. And I, you're, you're coming right off of a gig. You, yeah. you got to perform last night. Yeah. Um, was it a, a happy-go-lucky gig or a yeah, st- stage Friday gig? No, or? it was a good gig. It yeah. Was, yeah, I played over at Valley Bar, which is in downtown Phoenix Underground. Have you ever been there? I've not. Oh, it's a cool bar. Yeah, yeah. You should try. We should try to do a show or something there. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's owned by the Crescent Ballroom people. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's a little smaller of a venue, but it's an underground bar in an alleyway with neon light. Very it's cool. Kind of edgy and inner city for how not inner city phoenix is right but you know there's still some pockets where it feels like urban right 
Um, it must have been a good gig if you left your gig bag there. Yeah. You must have been having a yeah. good time if yeah. you were that distracted. Yeah. Beer, a couple beers do that too. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, it was it was a very good gig. It was a good turnout, good lineup, and I did solo acoustic for that show. But uh-huh. it was it was fun, and you just got to work with the crowd and just have a good time. Yeah. And 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 as I said before, you have to have. A, a positive happy mindset going in and it makes everything better yeah um i've so i've been especially since doing the podcast and hearing myself talk out loud about this music journey i've been very attuned to my mentality about it and uh recently i've been kind of latching onto this concept of like servant leadership you know it's like I, i want to be productive as a creative but it's in service of anyone who who wants to tap into it. Yeah. You know, I've got friends and family and fans and it's like, if I, if I put myself in a place of servitude, the gigs are easy. They're fun. They're fulfilling. Mm-hmm. The nerves are there, but like they subside, yep. um, you know, self doubt subsides. It's like, you know, okay. Small turnout at this gig. It's okay. My aim is true. You know, it's like, I've got my intentions aligned and, it, you know, it, it brings this wealth of positivity and purpose to it. Um, I think I went through a little bit of a dark period where I was playing and, you know, I couldn't quite figure out my purpose. Um, and the, and the bar gigs, you know, you're like, okay, I got, I made a little money and got yeah. some people to sing along to Margaritaville, but like, was that, <laughs> was that worth it? You know, now I'm exhausted all day Sunday cause I stayed up until, you know, one thirty, two o'clock on a Saturday. Yep. And it, it, the juice didn't feel worth the squeeze, but, um, yeah, a couple a confluence of things. I, I read Simon Sinek's book, uh, Start With Why, uh, at the suggestion of a friend. He actually like gave me the, the hard copy of the book. He was like, I think you need this right now. Um, he didn't say that, but that's how I've interpreted it that's um, cool. after the fact. And then, um, yeah, just kind of doing the podcast and, and uh, recently reached out to, to f- you know friends on my uh, Facebook music page. And I was like, hey, what song should I learn? Because I want to do this for you. You know, I've done it for me plenty. And I'll, I'll, I'll keep, you know, I'll kind of do two for you, one for me, you know, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, yeah. I need that two for you to be front and center and at the forefront of my mind. And it really fuels me to go. And I, f- I feel like we're sim- simpatico in that way. Yeah, totally. And good for you. I'm, I'm happy you got that book and it kind of re changed your sense of purpose. And yeah, it's funny how things like that work out and it you think when you think big picture that's the most motivating thing usually yeah and and, um so one of the things i think that that you inspire me to do is like and like do your work you know it's like yeah there are really really big problems out there How, how what are you doing within your sphere of influence and within your like creative muse that's gonna you know be productive yeah exactly yeah um so yeah, we, we, we got our work cut out for us. <laughs> yeah, of course. You got to start somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, you know, I think we've we've got a, a good opportunity to continue being positive and proactive and productive. And, um, you know, there's there's really nobody to blame there when you're doing the work. You know, it's like whatever the outcome is, you've put in the time and your intentions were aligned in such a way that it's a success. Exactly. And even on days where it's not the most fun, you still feel good after you do it. Yeah, and it's it's the same thing. Yeah. So any other shows coming up? So last night was Valley Bar. Valley which, Bar. Which I'll have to check out. Now, so you did that one solo acoustic. Have you gotten to perform some of the Utopia songs with full band? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm in this weird spot right now where um, it's just kind of this transition, weird limbo uh, time where I don't have consistent band numbers yet. And I'm working yeah. towards that. So if anyone's listening and wants to play with me, hit me up at Ben Anderson Music on Facebook. But yeah. um, I'm looking for a consistent band lineup and I just want to get really tight and sound really good and yeah. take it to the next level. And I'm open to becoming like a St. Vincent or Bon Iver where it's like, you know, I want to be like a creative force in the band, but I also am down to turn it into a band instead of just Ben Anderson. Sure. And I've, I've had this uh, kind of funny thought um, in the past about different local music scenes. It's like, all right, if there's like 20 bands in the local music scene, we should probably pare it down to like, 12 yeah take all those great musicians and put them into 12 yeah. really great bands yeah. instead of 20 like okay pretty cool bands <laughs> yeah Unfor- yeah that would be cool i wish the world would work like yeah. that but yeah. just have a meeting That's it's like okay you guys you you know you have a great guitar player but he's more this style so you go over there <laughs> yeah, right yeah. i'm the dictator of the local yeah. music <laughs> it's like I know you guys don't like each other, but you guys sound really good. So. Right, right, right. <laughs> and this band member lives over in Mesa, but you guys are over here. Like, yeah. oh, no, let's switch this up so we can get some efficiencies yeah. in your rehearsal schedule. Yeah. They have a budget. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, the, the the celebration guns, they, they can they can stay the same. They're doing their thing. Yeah, they're cool. Do you know those guys? Yeah, I've seen them play a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. They, they closed out a bill of... Um, I did like one of the only local shows I got to go to was the Edison's um, EP release oh, okay. like, uh, like last year and uh, Celebration Guns closed out and I was like, whoa, They're what cool. are these guys up to? Yeah. I really like that show. Yeah. There's a couple other bands in that mold that I like as well. Um, Twin Ponies and then Her- Harrison Fjord, Fjord's awesome. And then Fjord. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty clever name. Yeah. And uh, the, the, the and those are also local guys yeah and Phoenix? then dent yeah Phoenix yeah Hats? All right. dent's another band where it's like that that rock but it's more it's instrumental but not like it's more minimalist on vocals but it's more about the like instruments and the guitar and mm-hmm. the, they always do like crazy time signatures it's kind of proggy you right know? Yeah. yeah i i dig the prog and that's one way that you know a band has put their time in oh yeah if, if they're like changing time signatures and stuff you're like wow these guys rehearse yep. and they wrote it out like yeah. this is this is cool stuff especially when it's done right too when it's like oh that was appropriate like yeah. it's not just like forced or yeah. it's just like oh they're just showing off you know? yeah no it's more like artistically tasteful well good good luck with that i hope you do find bandmates and make that work thanks um you should yeah um just play people the utopia songs and be like (laughs) would you like to be a part of a group that that helps make this happen yeah i'm I'm also i've kind of have two lanes going on right now so i also i just recently bought a uh akai mpc 5000 which is like a drum machine meets sampler meets arpeggiator and so you can do it's like a production center pretty much so you can program beats and sample and whatnot and the goal is to be able to have sounds that because there's so many sounds in like clay pigeon for example yeah so many exotic instruments it'd be cool to be able to have that live Uh and so the goal is to be able to get the stems from those recordings put them onto that machine and so i'm able to do that while playing live and so I could, be, could either do solo acoustic or electric and then have that machine go inside of the full production. Right. Or if I get a band members, we can do full band and then have those extra little sounds, the little uh, sprinkles on top of the cake, you know? Sure. Sure. Um, full disclosure. I have mixed feelings about pre-recorded stuff yeah. at live shows. Oh, for sure. I'm a little bit of a snobby elitist when it comes to that, but I'm, I'm 
finding myself becoming more and more open-minded when it's in service of the song when yeah. it's done tastefully exactly you know it's like it can't just be like a cheesy drum uh-huh. machine yeah and then you know somebody playing uh some yacht rock on top of it like that that yeah. that's a big turnoff for me that's a no-no when it comes to live music yeah yeah no i'm in I'm in alignment <laughs> with you man so no worries i was about to turn this podcast <laughs> off <laughs> i was gonna ask you to leave yeah all right ben we're done that, yeah. that's that's plenty no and it's, that's kind of where i was going with the live band thing is in order to play some of those songs and and do them full justice you would need like 20 people on stage yeah you know um really cool violin part in uh clay pigeons yeah um yeah, thank you it's like groovy it's like almost like russiany bluesy that, sound you know why because like, it's an indian fiddle player ah, like okay. from india so olivier was having india raga music playing they had a recording i should say they had recording sessions with some india raga players okay and they're yeah traditional indian music and he was like yeah i have, the, I have these indian musicians in and they're really good obviously because it's hard to play indian music and he's like you want to try some of this stuff with the new songs? And I was like, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, I was curious because like we talked about the importance of pre-production. Yeah. And I was like, man, how did you have all this mapped out in your head before before getting there? But it sounds like this one was a little bit of, you know, give and take and be inspired by what else was going on at the time. Yeah. And the worst thing that happens is that you paid money to a, you know, musician and you just edit it out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, it works. It totally works. And, uh. Yeah, I I was like, I'm totally down for this and try crazy sounds, you know, and and it's funny because he was like, Olivier was like, you know, he's like, you won't get this sound from a lot of Western trained violin players because it's such a like, you have to like be from India to get that sound and just the phrasing and stuff like that. It's, it it was really cool. The session was so fun. Yeah. That's interesting that I, I had thought it was like eastern european angsty but but uh it's it makes a lot of sense now to hear that it's an indian musician yeah it's that eastern it's like very anti-western music right yeah right very cool so yeah so how far along are you with using that um sampler drum machine uh piece piece of equipment yeah because it took me a while to figure out how to work my looper into my my show yeah it's a process too the learning curve uh i um let's just say i just got it like last week and i'm watching youtube videos right now okay that's (laughs) early on you're an infant yes very (laughs) yeah well no that 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 does make a lot of sense for for the kind of show that that you can put on to to do your songs justice I, i i think um and and to fill out the the solo acoustic thing. Yeah, that's it's the like, that's the goal. Yeah, I feel like solo acoustic is so beautiful um, when when it like when it's the stripped down version. Totally. Yeah. Um, very cool. So working on that, working on finding some bandmates, um, working on the 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 video project to tie together Utopia. That's that's a lot. Yeah. Um, that would that would keep me busy for years <laughs> yeah you, you must be you stick to your calendar you're very efficient uh in terms of getting stuff out the door try to be you know yeah it, it's you have to remind yourself sometimes yeah yeah well very cool anything else going on for you um musically or otherwise or did you did you vote in the primaries i'm not sure if you're uh if you're civically engaged uh no i didn't vote <laughs> well they're coming up <laughs> oh yeah. I, I i got the ballot so I'll, uh, I, the, my thing on voting is i really like doing the research and really taking it seriously instead of just going oh 
this candidate is a Democrat or this candidate is a Republican. No, right. I like to like check it out and really do some homework. So yeah, I wasn't sure when the deadline that was. So I'm glad that I think I think you were supposed to mail it in seven days before the election. So I think we're past the point that you could do the uh, the pre ballot. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think you can drop your ballot off. Yeah. At a balloting station on Tuesday or or um, I think that's Tuesday, right? Um, yeah, we should all take a couple moments and do a quick little research and try to let our voices be represented. Um, even though it's, it's just a prime, just a primary, but it matters. It totally matters. Yeah. Yeah. And just to get in that good ha- habit of being engaged. Cause like, why is voter turnout like less than 50%? You know, it's like, yeah. that, does that make a lot of sense? No, I don't think people are really encouraged to be civic anymore. I think there's, um, I, I think they're the powers that be don't mind that everyone just watches TV and sits on their couch and doesn't participate. Yeah. And um, yeah. Which is, it's depressing because it's like we have this right to vote. Let's use it. Yeah. So um, that'll be our homework. I'll, I'll follow up uh, with a text message <laughs> next week. I'll say, Ben, did you get your ballot? In? And you, you can, you can uh, nudge me too and make sure that I did. Um, and then, of course, my I'm hearing my dad's voice in my head, which is, uh, if if you don't vote, you can't complain. Yeah. Right. That's a pretty fair point. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that happens he's, all he's the right. time now. I hear my dad's wisdom in, in my head. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Thanks, dad. That makes sense. <laughs> it's pretty funny how like you become more like your parents as you get older. Yeah. And well, you're still yourself, but like I, you're like, man, I, I just got, I just did a dadism or I did a momism. I totally did like, yeah, yeah. their behavior has totally made an impact on me and it's, it's shaped who I am. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have good relationships with your parents? Yeah. Are they local too? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, my, my dad is actually, I'm a third generation Arizonan on my dad's side. Oh, wow. And so I have a lot of family here on that side here in Arizona, but my mom's from Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. And yeah, I have a very happy, healthy relationship with my parents. They're good people. Good. So your your artistic creativity doesn't come from a you know broken family, tough childhood on the streets. No, uh, no. We all have our trials and tribulations, but like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And funnily enough, like there's some artisticness in my family, but not a whole lot. And so I'm just kind of like that weirdo that. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my sister and some other people. They, you know, art's so weird because it's it, there's so many different forms. We yeah. all, I think, we're all artists in some way. Yeah. Just what's what's the medium? Right. Yeah. Like cooking exactly. is an art. Yeah, totally. Know, but like you don't think of that as like you know, you don't put dishes in a museum. No. You know, but you go to a fancy restaurant and get yeah. something really good. You're like, man, that is art right there. Yeah. Art you can taste. Yeah. It is. It totally is. Yeah. Baking, not so much, but <laughs> cooking for sure. You can totally express yourself and go a little crazy and not crash and burn. Right, right. Yeah. Well, very cool, man. I, um, what else uh, should we cover? Much? I know you've got you've got uh, got to get out of here pretty soon. Um, but I appreciate you coming over. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And I'm gonna I'm I was telling you before I'm gonna have the happy yams in in the studio and chat with them a little bit. And I think I might reach out to some of the guys that you know that i saw with uh, the edisons and some of the groups you were mentioning and i don't know it's it feels really good to sit down with people and and chat um and kind of tap into this phoenix music scene you should especially those guys because you can pick their brains about things their songs or their approach to mm-hmm. creating music and and you'll be surprised what you can pick up and what influences your own creativity yeah and 
Yeah, especially like bands like that that are good and in the mold that you like. Yeah, I totally recommend that. Yeah, I'll just I'll need more than one microphone though. That's that's my limitation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just hand it back and forth. Just yeah. pa- just pass it around. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the humble home studio here. Yeah, nothing wrong with it. it. Gets the job done. Yeah. Well, hey man. Um, anything else to to uh, and and BenAndersonMusic dot com is where the internet HQ is. right? Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the perfect landing spot to check out videos, upcoming shows, MP3s, uh, you know, radio stations, and all that stuff. Um, upcoming news. That's the best way to check out my my projects and sure my product. Uh, BenAndersonMusic dot com. Yeah, and then I just got a, a local show coming up at Last Exit Live on September 8th, which is a Saturday. Oh, okay. And it's this uh, young singer-songwriter named so- Sophie Dorston. And uh, she's uh, one of the people in the Alice Cooper's uh, Solid Rock Foundation. Oh. Yeah. And well, so Alice they- Cooper's like my hero. Because <laughs> now that I've become a golfer myself, I'm uh, like, that dude is a rock star and a golfer. Yeah, like he's, he's he's my hero. Yeah, I did. I, I volunteered at one of his uh, golf charity events. Really? Yeah, a couple of years ago. It was pretty fun. Was, uh, um, there was a lot of like famous people there, and it was just like, oh. That yeah. person, that's cool. Ah, very cool. Yeah. What's the Solid Rock Foundation? It's a foundation to help like kids have a f- like f- cool, safe place to play music and whatnot. It's like kind of like a I want to call it a daycare center, but it's like a teen youth center with or, a music angle. To yeah, it. exactly. Yeah, so you can go there, and it's like instead of being out in the streets doing negative things, you can come to this place. Oh, be that's safe. awesome. Yeah, and um, you can do music and happy art you know, positive outlets versus, you know, some of the negative things you would encounter in the streets. Yeah. So, so the guy that he, he had schools out for summer, right? Schools out forever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but he's got a, a safe music yeah. school for, for kids. That's funny. For sure. Yeah. No, that's, that's really good. Yeah. I mean, kids need something to do and somewhere to be that's safe and yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So they don't go on the internet and get extorted. Mo mode. Yeah. Mo mode. Ugh. Fucking Momo. Freaking Momo, <laughs> I I'm, I need to look this up now. So so she's um so she's playing at last exit with yeah, you. Yeah yeah, and then we have a couple other acts, uh, Sugar Water and Jam. Now, have you ever met Jam? I've met Jam. Yeah, yeah at one of the panels at the listening room. Yeah yeah, because he's he's friends with Jim. He's an Adam. energetic guy. Super, that guy's just a freaking. I'm like envious of him because he's so positive and happy all the time. And I'm like, God, I wish I could be like that. He's yeah. just such a like chill, good dude. Yeah. Yeah. If I could like turn him into like little droplets and ha- and wear him in a gem around my, <laughs> like, uh, you know, some hippie necklace and yeah. just have that positivity like yeah. near my heart all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be great. He probably, yeah. He's, <laughs> I could see that happening. Yeah. That's <laughs> funny. No, that sounds like a good show. Last Exit Live. And that's, yeah, that's where I saw the Edisons. So I'm familiar with that spot. Yeah. It's a good venue. Great sound. Uh, uh, Brandon and Brian, who are the co-owners of that venue, uh, Brian's a very good sound guy. And cool, yeah, especially for like that size and the acoustics in that room. Brian does a great job. Very nice, very nice. Well, cool, man. Glad to hear you're staying busy. Um, yeah. Anything else? Um, that's the next one, right? September, Saturday, September eighth. Yeah, last and it's, exit live. Yeah, and just keep your eyes peeled. So that's coming up in like two weeks. Right? Yeah, two weeks from tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, just you know, if check out BenAndersonMusic.com, Ben Anderson Music on Facebook. That's a good way to stay in touch because there's upcoming projects, uh, movie uh-huh, coming out. Uh-huh. So it's a good way to find out when it's going to be released and 
when right. it's going to happen. And it, it might be in a couple of film festivals. It, there's things in the works. So I'm oh, really excited. Okay. Yeah. Spread, yeah. spread it, spread it far and wide, my man. Yeah. Trying to be Pink Floyd. All right. The wall. Cause that album's great as an album, but it's also a cool movie. And the stage show yeah. is phenomenal. Unfortunately, I've never seen it, but oh uh, yeah, except for videos. And then Roger Waters did it like a tour. Um, I think a couple of years ago and he kind of like, technologically updated it uh, and it was okay. really cool yeah waters is really creative too extremely uh, and i think he's somewhat hard on himself too like he'll like watch the video of the performance like the night of yeah and be like guys like this is you know we need to shore up this yeah. and this hit the mark here and no. you know like the lights need to do this he's, yeah he's kind of crazy productive yeah. uh in, in that way yeah he's awesome and he's actually i really like his lyrics too great lyricist yeah yeah uh, you know sometimes you like you know, for homework, I'll study lyrics and whatnot. Because some it's songwriting is so weird. Because sometimes you'll write a melody off the lyrics. Sometimes you write lyrics off the melody. Mm-hmm. It could. It, I feel like the creative process is not always logical or you know um, chronological. It's always like or linear. That's the word I'm actually looking for. Gotcha. And it's it's funny. And so sometimes it's good to like read lyrics of really good songwriters. And I really like Roger Waters and like Bob Dylan, of course, and. Um, Van Morrison, just good lyricists. So if, if there was someone who wasn't sure if they were into Bob Dylan, what would you tell them to listen to or listen for? Mm. Well, because like, I, you know, I'm a songwriter. I've got a yeah. little folky slant to, to what I do. Yeah. And I find some of his stuff brilliant and, and some of it is like, you're, I feel like I'm sifting through to get to the brilliant stuff. Yeah. I, I really like, Blonde on Blonde and Highway 61 Revisited. Yeah. Uh, those are my two favorite albums. And I know that's like the safe pick, but there's a reason why it's his best work. Right. By a lot of people. Right. Best known because yeah. it, it bubbled up to the top. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it's in terms of what he was able to do. Exactly. And it was a, a time where he went electric and was had this like edge musically, but he also was writing really good lyrics. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. Have you seen um, Walk Hard, the, yeah. the Dewey Cox story? Yeah. Yeah. When he goes through his Dylan phase yeah. and he's like singing about the toaster plugged into the wall or something, <laughs> it, like it just slays me because it's so Dylan-esque. Yeah, They totally. like perfectly parodied Dylan uh, via, um, I'm drawing a blank on that, John C. Riley. Yeah, John C. Riley. He's a he's a hysterical actor. He's funny, man. That movie's pretty funny. The the one of my favorite parts is when he's going through the Beach Boys phase. Yeah. And he just has like <laughs> animals come in and yeah. record sounds with the animals and he's like, I need an army of didgeridoo players, an army of them. That's <laughs> just like it totally reminds me of like Brian Wilson when he's trying to record Smile and he's like going crazy. Yeah. And yeah. He's, he's like going for the craziest sounds ever. Yeah. They 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 managed to touch on so many different phases of, of you know, the ridiculousness of rock, the yeah. excesses of rock and pop music. Yeah, it's pre- pretty awesome. Pretty perfectly. <laughs> you do not want this, do we, guys? <laughs> you want none of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not habit forming. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Tim Meadows plays that perfectly. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to rewatch that now. It's, it's making me smile. Yeah. Very cool. Well, uh, well, don't go all Brian Wilson on us. Uh, you know, I won't. And don't, you know, 
and you you don't have to do Pink Floyd. You do Ben Anderson. You'd of be, course, you'd be inspired by Pink Floyd, and I'll I'll do my best at, at doing the Garrett Anderson thing. Uh, no relation. Just, no. Just just a well, just brothers there. from other mothers. Brothers from other mothers. Yeah, that's right. Very cool. Well, hey man, good uh, good podcast, and uh, uh, we'll you know, I'll see if I can maybe get a babysitter for next Saturday or two Saturdays from now. That'd be cool. It would be fun to to get out and see you. Um, I always run into that, like I hardly make enough time for myself to do music, Yeah, but, uh, it's so rewarding to go see other people do it too. For you sure. Know, keeps me fueled. Uh, yeah, I need to catch you live again. It's been a while. I think the last time I saw you was at so far. Oh, uh, real quick. I forgot to mention this. Um, how was the vegan fest? Cause I got to see the tail end of your set. I got to play outside and, uh, you know, beautiful, um, it was actually kind of chilly that day. Yeah, it was like it was. 60 degrees in the morning. I know. Chill, chilly for, I know. for Phoenix. I know. It's That seems so long ago because we've been in the 100 degrees the last couple months. And, yes. Yeah, the and, s- summer's interminable. Yep. Um, but was, that was a good gig for you? Yeah, yeah. I always I did the local first show, which is kind of a similar format with the same people. Listening Room, I think, was involved with that too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was the same type of uh vibe as that and it was really good time and it was just as you said it was like one of those perfect gigs the weather was great crowd was good you know good sound equipment that makes everything it's just just so simple and pure and yeah just a good time yeah yeah Yeah. if you if you're not stressed out about the things that can go wrong it makes it a much more pleasant experience sometimes you just gotta I don't know, Tai Chi or something, da, 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 da. you know, cause you're going to have those stresses. Yeah. You know, you can't control everything. And so sometimes you just got to be like, nope. All right. Yeah. This is what it is. You just accept it. One of the things that I've learned about myself is that in a stressful moment, I, I feel like time accelerates for myself. So maybe, um, you know, some glitchy thing happens with my, uh, my sound gear during a gig yeah. and I have to take a moment to fix it. If, to me, it feels like it took three minutes. Yeah. And then I've seen some, vi- you know, some video of myself going through these moments and I remember it. Um, w- one very specific example is I was playing a song and my capo was kind of like oh, janky. Yeah. You know, it was like kind of like angled funny yeah. and like it was like muting one of the strings uh. by accident. And mid song, I had to just kind of like go like Woink, yeah. and fix my capo real quick. And yeah. I remember thinking while I was performing it, I was like, oh no, like what a flub. And then I got to see myself do it on video and it was like this microscopic, like microsecond thing yeah. where I was just like, oh man, like that, I handled that really well. And it kind of reminded me to just like in moments of, of stress, just like slow down, realize that no one else is as panicked as you are. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, to them, it doesn't feel like an eternity. Like you're going to get through it. Yeah. And it's, you You are your own worst critic Yeah, a lot of the time. So you're, you're when you're in the zone and it's you analyzing yourself you're just like oh man i messed up so bad but then you're like actually no i didn't (laughs) yeah it's not that big of a deal yeah right take it seriously when it's all about like you know getting the product out there and and pushing yourself to the limit but when it comes to live performance it's like you might as well have a quick memory learn from it and move on exactly yeah yeah no need to beat yourself up at all yeah i like uh looking at mistakes and whatnot as learning opportunities. I try to put a positive spin on it and it really helps. Yeah. Yeah. And just be like, okay, I watched this video of me playing. It wasn't the best show. Take the good, you know, yeah. learn from the bad and just move on. 
Hey, so I um I still haven't gotten anything from so far. <laughs> I got I got mine. It was it was one of those examples of where I'm like, uh, <laughs> I could have done so much better, but it's okay. No, but you learn. Yeah, I, and basically, I was like, I don't even need like just just send me like the raw file like I, and that's why i want to see it it's yeah. like what was good what was bad about that show i have a recollection of the show how close is my recollection to what actually happened yeah um but that was a it was a struggle for me too like i couldn't i didn't get my like pedals working right or, oh. there was something in the air that day that was just yeah. like it didn't quite work for for me um but again i'm sure if i look back on it i would be like i'm really proud i did that like it was a good time yeah, yeah. for sure yeah yeah you need to hit them up hit them up cuz that's yeah, that's you either get paid or they give you a free video, and so yeah, that's your payment. You should head them up. Yeah. Uh, oh well, I still want to be involved with that organization too. It's a, it's a cool show. It is. Did I, you do any more? Yeah, I've done. I did one a couple months ago. How was it? It was awesome. Okay. It was really fun. Yeah, it was at this person's house, and it's like in the central Phoenix area, which I really like. And yeah, there was a good turnout, and they had they had like catered food. They would catered food and drink. Oh, they went all out. For yeah, that one. I guess they started working with a uh, catering company okay. that's local as well, and they all they do is focus on is getting making food from local ingredients. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. No, I I would love. This is really exciting. Um, to have opportunities to align my music mission with like just progressivism in general. Yeah. Being more healthy, more sustainable, less corrupt more honest yep right all these all these things that our society really needs right now yeah it's like i align with those values but how do i help push that forward yeah if i could use music in a way to do that awesome like yeah. that's that's having cake and eating it too yep exactly it's a win-win all right that's really cool yeah i'll, I'll have to reach back out to them i'm overdue to to maybe do another one of those shows you should you should end them up yeah yeah very cool all right man well um Let's uh, let's cut it off there and um, have a great show um, coming up and, and keep doing what you're doing. Sounds good. Likewise, brother. Thank you for having me on the show. All right. Peace. Take care. Yeah.